surprise, surprise, it is just me again this week. I am your host, Sarah. This is the Tea Please Podcast. And you're probably wondering why I'm having another solo episode right now when I just had one like the other week. And let me tell you, it's because I am extremely burnt out. So we're going to talk about burnout a little bit in this week's episode. And I'm also going to tell you about some of the decisions that I've made to help me get over the burnout that I'm currently facing. So to start, to set the stage of this burnout, y'all know I have been busy the last few months with the wedding, the house, our dog being sick, a lot of life changes, big life changes happening at once, and just a lot of moving pieces, a lot of projects. I honestly have never felt this busy ever in my entire life, and I have been praised for it. There's a lot of people in the last month or so that have just said, wow, that's incredible that you're able to do that and you're still smiling, or wow, I can't believe that you did the house and the wedding all in the same month and you still kept up with the podcast. I'm just getting praised for the work that I'm doing, and I really appreciate that, but I'm also not doing it well. I'm not doing it gracefully. I'm having a really hard time, and my mental health is completely in the tank. So this is me saying, like, we have to talk about burnout. And I'm full of rage today as I record this because this last week I have been looking at resources for burnout. I've seen several articles that were sent to me or produced by companies this last week about burnout. Taylor, my now husband, sent me an article earlier this week that said that the burnout rate in Denver, Colorado is 44%, which is insane. And the highest burnout rate, I think, is in South Carolina, I think it was. for, And they have 55% burnout rate in their workforce. And if you Google burnout, the first thing that pops up is a list of the different stages of burnout and what it can do to your body. And the last thing that it says is that it can prematurely kill you. And here we are, still praising people that are burnt out and doing too much. And the articles that are being produced are all about how we need to do more relaxing activities and practice mindfulness. And they are not focused on the systemic issues of corporations that still operate in a way that puts insane amount of pressure on their employees for career growth, for career advancement. Like companies can say all they want that they care about their employees' mental health and that they don't want them to burn out, but I'm not seeing where that's happening in businesses and it's only gotten worse after COVID because everyone has been chained to their desk. So I am livid and this is not the way that I'm built and that is why I get so angry and like full of rage about how the world is right now in terms of overworking and just the checklist and the to-dos and getting everything done. I am not built that way. I am not an Enneagram 3. I'm not an Enneagram 1. I'm not an achiever. I'm not an extrovert. I don't like checklists. I don't like to be committed to too many things. I don't like being busy because being busy doesn't give me the time and space and flexibility to deal with my needs and how they change the day to day. I'm not built to function the way that the current workforce wants me to function. And I'm clearly not the only one with the high burnout rates that we're seeing across the nation. It's ridiculous. Even more so, it upsets me that the things that I have to push off my plate in order to get my mental health back in a good place, in order for me to feel good, I have to cut back on some things. And right now, it is making the decision in the podcast to do seasons. When I started the podcast in January, I said, I'm never missing a week this year. I'm going to do every single week. So because that was a goal of mine, this decision is extra hard. 
just because I it feels like I'm failing myself and not keeping a promise to myself. But I think the context and the way my life is right now, I think it's incredibly reasonable to take a pause. And that just means that I'm not going to be producing episodes for about a month, month and a half. I am still going to be recording episodes so that I have a better setup for season two that I'm not scrambling week to week and I'm I'm able to be more organized and proactive with the content that I'm putting out because right now it's just not working. And here's how I know. This is how I know that I'm completely burnt out. I find it extremely difficult to do daily tasks like the dishes, get groceries, put my clothes away. I still have not unpacked from our honeymoon that was at the end of May and it's now mid-June. My brain literally stops working when I'm talking to people And this is like with customer calls too when I'm working. My brain just completely shuts off and loses its train of thought. Like just completely shuts down and I can't find what I'm looking for. And that doesn't happen to me normally. It's because I'm in overdrive. I'm constantly working in overdrive and it just shuts down. I completely shut down. That's my tendency when I'm like having any type of extreme experience or sensation or whatever you want to call it I just shut down so I want to be in bed I've been going to bed at like 7 30 every night and I log off work at 6 so that's about enough time to eat something and then go lay down I am really difficult to be around I'm not very conversational I don't have any energy so think about trying to reach out to podcast guests and really invest time and energy into something that I really believe in and want to build and just not having the capacity to talk to anyone. Hosting interviews is extremely difficult right now. Talking to my husband after work is extremely difficult right now. I'm not posting a lot on social media and when I am, I'm not responding to comments. And I used to love responding to comments. I used to love getting DMs and I still love getting them, but I just can't respond to them. It's just more energy. Same thing with text messages, Things. same thing with calls or emails that I owe people. I just can't do it right now. I have to take a break. My day today, I woke up feeling like I was really gonna try and I had this game plan for the things that I was gonna do today. I was gonna work out. I was going to record this podcast episode. I was gonna put away all my clothes and unpack from the honeymoon and tidy up. And then I was gonna shoot my first ever video for a brand that they reached out to me and want me to make a video for them. And it should be a really exciting thing. And I am dreading it because I don't wanna be on camera because I just feel awful. I don't feel like myself. I don't feel like I can show up the way that I want to and it makes me not want to do it and I cried. (laughs) I tried to put my clothes away and a stupid hanger fell off and hit me in the head and I just lost it and I screamed. I screamed into my pillow like as loud as I possibly could and then I took Rocket outside and we go sat under the shade tree that we always go to at the park until I was done crying. And that's the tea, you guys. When I started the tea, please, when I thought of that idea, it's because of stuff like this. Because I wanted to be able to talk about it and I wanted to be able to bring on different topics about real life and how real people experience it so that we would know and that we would not feel alone in that. So if you struggle with mental health, if you struggle with depression, if you struggle with anxiety, I have so much empathy for you and I'm with you. And I hope that... We can continue to be there for each other and build a space online that really talks about the real stuff, the real and the raw, and actually does that and doesn't use it as just a marketing tagline so that people think we're talking about real stuff and we're still keeping it surface level because that shit is everywhere online. And it drives me insane. 
And it's taken me a long time to be honest about where I'm at. And that's okay. I'm doing it now. And I'm going to keep fighting because I feel like I have a lot to prove to myself. And I want to prove to everyone that you can function different than the world wants us to and still be successful. I'm still trying to test that theory myself. Can I be a highly sensitive person? Can I be someone with anxiety? Can I be someone who is not an overachiever, who likes the checklist and likes to get busy and that's how I cope with stress is to just get more busy? That's not me at all. Can I be who I am and still participate in a world that functions differently and be successful in the way that I want to be? That's my whole entire mission. I want to prove that it's possible to be different, to be emotional, to move slower, to be more mindful, and still be successful. So, as we're wrapping up the newly determined season one, I've been reflecting on the episodes that we've had and the guests that have come on and really realized that I have no excuses for not doing this for myself because of the great guests that we've had that have shared their perspective. Episode 9 with Amanda McLernan, we talked about keeping social media social and so- social media overuse. I am not using social media that much anymore because it it's completely draining, so I need to take a break from that. And this is me trying to keep social media social. It means talking about the real stuff and not keeping it surface level. You know, I didn't have to produce an entire podcast episode about how I'm feeling burnt out and why I decided to take a break, but I wanted to talk through it because that's my way of keeping it really social. In episode 13, we talk about unhustling. I have been hustling the crap out of myself and it's killing me. It literally is killing me. I have the type of stress that they say it takes years off your life. I have chronic crippling stress that I have to get a hold of. I have to unhustle. So episode 13, (laughs) listen to it if you're doing too much. Episode 16, we talk about highly sensitive people. This episode and my conversation with Alexandria was like so eye-opening in framing how I experience the world. And now that's my biggest question. Can I be highly sensitive and still have the goals and aspirations as someone who is not or as someone who is an Enneagram 3 achiever and just loves to get stuff done? Highly sensitive people need to do things differently. And that episode is just such a good one if you feel like you just can't take in everything sometimes. Maybe you're highly sensitive. And episode 17, we talk about building a sustainable business with Brooke Monahan, And she specifically talks about how, as an entrepreneur, you have to do things your way. If you listen to advice of other people and you try and implement it and it's just not working with you, it takes you out of flow, it doesn't feel right, it feels like you're fighting, it's actually hurting you. If you're trying to grow something, you have to build it in a way that is sustainable or you're never going to make it. You're going to quit and you're going to get burnt out. I would love to produce high quality shows with the best guests every single week. And that's my goal. But I'm going to need a team to help me do that. And right now it's just me. It's not feasible for me to do it every single week with a full-time job and like all of the crazy life things that are happening right now. And deciding to do seasons in the show will allow me to come up for air come back refreshed, and implement new ideas that I don't have time for because I'm always just scrambling for the next episode. That is me doing things differently. That, to me, is sustainable because I have to take a break to focus on other things. I'm still going to be working on the podcast. It's just going to be a little bit different work for the time being. 
I truthfully have had so much fun in the first six months of the Tea Please podcast, from launch to now and putting out 27 episodes. I think this is the 27th episode. Putting out 27 episodes in a row with great guests and doing this all like on my own without knowing what I'm doing, truthfully. I'm just trying to figure it out as I go. And I've had so much fun doing it and I've learned so much from guests. I've learned so much about myself through trying to do this. And I know that I want to keep doing it. I'm really in it for the long run. And I hope you join me again for season two, kicking off on August 16th. I hope you take a break if you need it. And I hope we can continue to talk about the real stuff. Because I really am here. And I deeply believe that the online world needs more spaces where more people can talk about everything to do life together and actually do that. So that's it for this week's episode and next week's episode. Homegirl's taking a break. I'll still be on the gram shooting behind the scenes stuff and I still want to connect with you all. So please come find me at the Tea Please podcast on Instagram or my personal account, which is sarah.alfers. And um, yeah, I really hope that I will catch you again in August. It means so much to me that you're listening or have listened in the past if you're just here in general. I'm just so thankful for the community that we have started to build and we're going to keep it going. If you have any constructive, positive feedback for me, please don't hit me with like constructive, negative feedback right now. I can't handle it. But if there's something that you would like to see in the podcast or like ideas for segments or guests that you'd like to see or different angles, are you more like health and wellness? Are you more entrepreneurial? What do you like to listen to? And let's create something great for season two. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in the next episode.